You're now listening to the Bar Stars Podcast, where we explore health, longevity, and performance. I'm your host, Edward Checo, and we'll be diving deeper into topics I've been studying for the last 10 years as a catastatics expert. What's up, everyone? It's Edward from Bar Stars, and you're tuning in to the first episode of the Bar Stars Podcast. This episode won't have any guests, just me. I want to explain my backstory, the idea behind the podcast, and why you should follow along. Now, if you're a fan, a supporter of Bar Stars, then you know me. Probably heard my voice for over 10 years now. If you're new to this and you found us by the good graces of the algorithm or a beloved share from someone who wants to share the message, let me explain who I am. I'll be hosting, if not at least most of these episodes, if not all of them. I was born and raised in New York City, Washington Heights to be exactly. I had a dad who worked in a factory every day along with a mother who sold accessories out of our home or flea markets. They supported three sons, myself being the youngest. My brothers were both into fitness at young ages. My brother Jose played high school and college football. Eddie simply hit the bench press and tracked his calories because he wanted to get bigger. They converted a bedroom into a gym, a gym that they pretty a much gym that they pretty much Gyms were really expensive 30 years ago. There were no discount gyms like Planet Fitness. They bought used weights and brought them home. This is where I grew up. Being eight years younger than my next oldest brother, I always wanted to be down to belong. So when they lifted, I worked out. I wanted to. Now, by the time I got old enough to work out, let's say around fourth and fifth grade. I remember this because I remember a girl giving me a compliment, compliment. fifth grade. Compliment. That compliment lasted a lifetime now. They had gotten rid of the bench press. Eddie stopped working out. Jose opted out for more running and push-ups and whatever you could do and with whatever dumbbells. You could do with whatever dumbbells. You could do. I guess they wanted a more normal bedroom. Now, of course, my brothers didn't want to train me, so I made use of what I saw. My brother did push-ups, so I started with that, doing as many push-ups as I can every day. As I got older, I incorporated dumbbell curls and bodyweight squats on suggestions from my brother's friends when they would come over. Eventually, even diamond push-ups, which was considered really advanced at the time. My brother had a subscription to every health and lifting magazine out. All the ones you could think of, men's health, men's fitness, all of them. Every issue, he had, and I read them all. As I got older, I wanted to be tougher, bigger, and stronger than the other stronger kids. Than the the other result kids of growing up in the hood. I always worked out. I took breaks, but it's something I always came back to. A habit I couldn't shake. I eventually started doing chin-ups in my closet pole, where you would hang the clothes. I remember when I finally got too big because I broke it. It snapped with me on it. I was always the best at working out, whatever situation, whatever situation, whether the situation, whatever situation was a friendly pull-up challenge or a push-up challenge. I would always win. I had a huge head start. Not many kids worked out at such a young age. Now, getting into my teenage years, I started being around different circles. Around different circles. Around different People bigger and stronger than me. This always encouraged me to do better. I remember the first day I seen a muscle-up. The guy just kind of flew up. I Go tried up. it and I, I went nowhere. I, I asked him how he did it. He just told me, "Go up. Go up." That's it. Go That's up. all the advice I got. So I tried to go up and I failed. I tried for the next couple of weeks and kept failing to the point where I was defeated. I knew I wasn't going to get it. So I just went back to my normal pull-ups and forgot about it, even after seeing someone else do it. Again, one of my workout breaks came and my friends John Hendricks, who has his own podcast now, over at Global Recon, and Tony Junka invited me to the gym. They told me about these pull-up tricks they seen online and how they wanted to do them. I signed up and I started getting back into working out. Now I was around 19 years old. I already had a couple moves, like the L-sit pull-up and the typewriter pull-up, so I thought I was cool. But what they were describing sounded much harder. I had no computer to go on YouTube at the time, so I just worked out with them and tried to envision what they meant. They eventually showed me a video on their computer of the bartenders, a group of people who worked out mainly through calisthenics, but performed these sort of tricks with the movements. It looked so cool. I saved up and I bought a friend's used computer. I would binge watch all these different kinesthetic videos from everyone that was out around the time. 
2008, 2009, 2000. People like bartenders, barbarians, highlanders, beast modes, and docs, you gotta see this series. This all inspired me to start Bar Stars, or Bar Stars. I taught myself how to film and edit, and I saved up all I could to invest in my dream. We would my make dream. informative videos on the internet based on everything we learned over the years. I pulled from my personal experience at the point working out for a decade, decade and the fitness magazines decade, I've read, decade, and studying to be a personal trainer. The videos picked up a lot of traction, as well as my involvement in cat aesthetics. I started competing locally in competitions like Underbuild in Long Island and NBXA in the Bronx, then eventually to Worldwide, being picked up to be the first three workout world championships in Riga, Latvia in 2011. You can catch almost all these experiences on YouTube, as well as some of my personal feats of strength, like 21 muscle-ups and fingertip planche push-ups. From there, I took a more laid-back role of judging and organizing. All the while, Barstow was blowing up. We got features on Men's Health Magazine as the main story, Men's Fitness Magazine, a Forbes article, and I won YouTube's Next Trainer Award. I traveled to around 30 countries holding workshops on my style of training. There were bar star groups all over the world and social media followings in the hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. All this came to a strong halt when trying to do a pull-up into a back lever. I hurt my shoulder. This was a real awakening for me. I wasn't bulletproof. I wasn't bulletproof. Shoulder injury kept me out for a couple months, mostly because I was in the now and I trained through the initial pain. I got to the point where I couldn't perform one pull-up. It got better with strength training my shoulder and incorporating rehab exercises into my daily routine. Into my daily but it changed routine. for me. I knew now that the best way to train is gradually advancing while still keeping safety as the main priority. I went from eating as much food as I possibly can to get huge, to paleo, slow carb, vegan, vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian, vegan. fasting, keto, counting my macros, I tried it all. I crashed, I regained weight, I lost weight. I had a six pack, I didn't have a six pack. I ran the full gamut of experiences. Now here I am 31 years old and my goal is no longer to be bigger, but to get the most out of my life possible. And I believe I can only do that by being as healthy as I possibly can be and maximizing my potential to reach old age without being disabled or dependent. I like having a sharp mind, really good skin, hair. I like being hair. able to do difficult yeah. movements, but still maintain full range of motion with healthy joints, run up a flight of stairs without getting winded, and getting test results back with glowing reviews. These things are not possible if you're injured or sick or suffering from a disease. Now we can't stop all these. We can take steps to minimize the chances. If a car is gonna hit you, no amount of spinach or apples is gonna stop that. But lifestyle related diseases and conditions can be. But not even can just be. that. Even if you live to be 100 and never get a disease, but you live every day every having day, a clouded mind, day. Getting mind, winded, mind, not being able to do things, winded. and just being limited. I also limited. think that's horrible. Limited. To not reach your full potential when you very much can is scary in itself. So I started this podcast to pursue my thirst for knowledge. How could I live the longest while being the healthiest and strongest I can be? I have my own health-related beliefs, but I am not married to any of them. If someone can reasonably convince me otherwise, I can accept a new idea. This is the problem with many of the podcasts or YouTube channels out. They built their image around a lifestyle that they invested so much social credibility into it that they feel they can't accept new facts. It could possibly even destroy their livelihood. I also watch podcasts where the host was picked a clear side and interviewed guests only on that side. And when opposing views are brought up, they charge at them with full bias on. I just want to learn. I want to invite experts on to discuss what they think is the most optimal health practices from diet, sleep, stress, exercise, and lifestyle overall. I want to play devil's advocate to make sure I leave no stone unturned. I hope to get information out in an easily digestible way for everyone who joins in on this journey with me. I don't want to go into scientific terms unless it could be explained in everyday English. This is a podcast for everyday people, everyday people who want to get the most out of life through being healthy, as healthy as they can be, not research scientists. So if all this sounds good, and if you allow me to be your guide on the journey, please subscribe and share with your friends. Let's get a bunch of five-star Apple reviews so we can get this to the top. Top. So we could get this to the top.
and change people's lives together. Just like we have done on all our other platforms. We could possibly save lives with this message. Once Apple approves of this podcast, I'll drop three podcasts right away. And from there, I will aim for one a week. I will be open to all feedback so I could be a better guide for you. Many blessings to you all. Thank you for listening to me. Peace and stay tuned for the next episode.